It's time to jump into the Wayback Machine and go back to the 80s. I am your host, Golden Jay, and with me, as always, is Frankie Vegas. Hey! And we are here to take you back, back to one of the greatest decades ever. Let's begin. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm so, ready. What's up, bud? Hey, not much. How are you doing? I'm uh I'm doing good. I'm 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 exhausted at this exhausted. point. Yeah. yeah. I mean it it looked like you've been doing a lot of work. I uh you know, I my eight hour days have been have been changed up a little bit and uh and I am working my uh yeah, a lot of standing on concrete, a lot of lifting and stuff that my body's not uh not quite used to. You know, yeah. I, I'm, that's why uh, I got out of that. I'm trying to do it, being a little bit easier on myself. That's why you got out of that. <laughs> but I don't want to go back to that. You know, I'm I, uh, too old. I know, I know, and and uh, I'm just I, I'm trying to help out. There's a couple people on vacation, and and uh, you know, I'm trying to be a, a team player. Well, you work at a hospital, and if you're if there, people are on vacation. I'm kind of scared to go in there. I don't want. Jeremy to have to give me stitches listen, or do surgery or listen, <laughs> listen. I can scrub up with the best of them. All right, uh, yeah, no, I'll it, take your word for it. It wouldn't be my first surgery, Frankie. Oh, <laughs> this is why people don't like KCH. Oh <laughs> man, they'll just let anybody. Do uh, they'll let anybody <laughs> do surgery on you. No, I'm just kidding. I have never done surgery. You know that. I've never. I don't know. Honestly, let's be 100 percent honest. I'm not sure that I could stomach being in an operating room. I, you know, yeah. you got to hand it to the people that do that. Oh yeah, do that gig. I mean, that is some uh, that is some stuff that I don't know that I could uh, I could handle. Yeah, it'd be rough. It would be rough. I yeah. think, especially if it went bad. Oh, I mean, you you hope that it never goes. Yo, bad, you hope but, it yeah. never does, but I mean, it does. Yeah. I mean, that's life. Yeah, it is. It Sometimes is the way it happens. It, you know. it does. I'd probably be peeing myself, and then they throw me out of the clean room. And <laughs> 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 this yeah. is a sterile environment. Yeah. You have shit your pants. You must leave. <laughs> you must leave. Get out. <laughs> hey, I, I brought my YooHoo today. I, since <laughs> me and Brett Michaels were hitting it off, I listening know. to that episode today, and. <laughs> I listened to that episode and it made me laugh. The two of us fucking singing. <laughs> um, but I mean, hopefully, fun. hopefully was, our listeners. Enjoyed I love that episode. I thought it was great. Yeah, made me want to act. We got talking about Bon Jovi and it made me want to do a Bon Jovi episode. I know, right? What's your favorite Bon Jovi song? My favorite Bon Jovi song. Um, wow. I, um. Actually, I have several, and it spans not just the '80s. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. "Runaway" is a, is a really, really good song. Um, Tokyo uh, Tokyo Roads is one of my favorites. Um, there was one on "Slippery When Wet." Um, it was a it was a power ballad. I'm trying to remember what it was called. Um, Never say goodbye. Never say goodbye. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorites. But and if you get into the later stuff. Um, he has a song called Two Story Town. And I don't know uh, if I've heard that one. I can't remember which album it was on. Um it was definitely a later album, you know, one was probably into the two thousands, but okay. uh um it was just a really good song. Okay. And it it's a, a double entendre meeting, you know, kinda like a you know, it, it's a two story town. You have yeah, this yeah. story and that story. It's not like it's yeah, I get you know, it. not like you. two stories high. It's <laughs> you know. I get you. Um <laughs> There was something, uh, you know. Keep the keep the faith was keep always one of my favorite ones. Uh, lay your hands on me. Um, yeah, I mean, I was a Bon Jovi junkie back yeah. in the day, so yeah. I never ever got to see him in concert. Me neither. Because by the time that I realized where they were, they were too big, and you just couldn't get tickets, and they yeah. didn't come anywhere near us. Yeah, they weren't playing the Coliseum no, no more. They were in the stadium. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Doing all the big shit. Yeah. Yeah, but he did, you know, thank you, John Bon Jovi, right there, talking to you, right there, John Bon Jovi, okay. <laughs> talking to you. I'm like, looking behind Yeah, he's you. looking behind him, I'm pointing <laughs> at the camera, and he's like, looking behind him. Um, 
he uh, he found founded Cinderella, found him in you yes, know, he did, and yes, uh, he did. I have uh, I've been very fortunate to uh, as we've talked about in the past, meet Eric Brittingham and Jeff Labar before he passed away, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know play on the same stage as them and. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was I was a huge huge Cinderella fan back in the day. So oh, yeah. that was you know that was like a dream come true for me. Oh, I'm sure definite bucket list uh, to hang out with those guys and you know drink a yeah. few beers and oh yeah and just hang out. Yeah, so cool. Anyway, yeah, <sighs> I digress. <laughs> Let's get no. back, but, back but, to but, the '80s. But my my favorite Bon Jovi song. With a song called "Living in Sin," because that kind of it's off the New Jersey album, and it it kind of kind of hits me in the field a little bit with me and my high school girlfriend. You know, oh, right on. You know, it kind of it kind of told our story somewhat, even though she turned out to be a lying bitch. But, oh. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> does rest, she listen to this podcast? <laughs> oh no, she doesn't listen to this podcast. No. No, oh. she she sadly passed away some years back. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I'm a little concerned because you know, didn't you have a couple of uh, of your ex girlfriends who have passed away? I've had a couple friends pass away, uh-huh. two of my best friends, and then my ex girlfriend in high school. Right, hmm. nothing to do with me. I promise. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, Frankie. Man, I'm sorry. I mean yeah, to play just on. Dirty. Now he, he's out there now, so. <laughs> I'm gonna be doing a search on me. Yeah, yeah. Background checks. <laughs> um, listen, yeah. Where exactly were you? <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Those fucking cops know shit. That I I was in a, I was in an interrogation room one time, uh, getting interrogated. Uh-oh. And, uh oh. And they knew shit that happened. You know, ten years prior to this, uh, maybe fifteen. And I'm like, how the fuck do you know that? I mean, it it, it was so insignificant, but I was hanging out with somebody that they were keeping eyes on. Ah. And I'm like, you motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. And they'll ask you questions of what they already know the answer to, but they want to know what your answer is. So they'll ask you a question like they don't know the answer to it. When they really do, and I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like th- where, where were you on uh, February 10th, 1992? Oh, well, listen, <laughs> I had just crossed over the rainbow and was petting my pet unicorn. How do you like me now, motherfucker? <laughs> nope, wrong answer. <laughs> but that's where I was. That's where I recall that I was on but that. We have you on camera at. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. And you were sitting in a puddle of your own piss. That does not mean I wasn't petting my unicorn. <laughs> I had left my body temporarily. <laughs> right. What is that? I'm not... I was gonna say, what was the fucking uh, the the. The ramp that the Thor and those guys used. I, I was trying to come up with a name with that, and I fucking drew, I drew a complete blank. I still I, don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't watch. I don't do Marvel. Obviously. Yeah, <laughs> he's a DC guy. He's wearing his fucking uh, Batman Colt. Is that got the Colt and Batman? When, when did fucking Batman get shit on the front of his shirt right there? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't know. Alfred flipped. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> He was old. He's scrubbing. It didn't work out right. Um, yo, no the the early if if the playoffs would start today. Yeah. Did you see that that the Colts would be in Kansas City for the yeah. first game? It couldn't work out better for the Colts. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Jeremy's like fuck. Fuck you. those Colts, man. <laughs> they got fucking Kansas City's number. It hurts to be a Chiefs fan when they play the Colts. Every stinking time. And every time. time, it ain't the Colts beating the Chiefs. No, it's, it's the, the Chiefs, Chiefs beating, beating the, the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> we had that problem last weekend when we kicked the Raiders' ass. Oh. All you Raiders fans out there. <laughs> How many viewers did we just lose? <laughs> 18. They're all just like, fuck you. Golden Jay. <laughs> and you, no. Megan, are you a Swifty? No. <laughs> God damn. I will never. I, I I have due respect for all of Taylor Swift's fans. I have big respect for Taylor Swift in general. 
I am not a Swifty. Don't call me a Swifty because I'm a Chiefs fan. Come on. The fucking people, man. I, I mean, they just have taken this way too far. Two different entities that kind of combined for the time being. You right. Know. Will it last forever? Who knows? Probably not. With Taylor Swift's record, it probably will not. This is true. <laughs> she does not have a really good track record. Now, is it her or is it the guys she picks? I don't know. I mean, look at some of the guys she's she's uh, dated. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, you know, I don't know. I think a lot of this... Uh, um, a lot of this is going to revolve around how Travis handles the um, the public eye. Yeah, I the mean, thing that's bigger than what he even is. You exactly, know? Yeah. exactly. I mean, he was big in a certain circle. I mean, yeah. he's he truly is one of one of the greatest tight ends oh, yeah. ever played the game. But you know, he you know he big time U.S. I guess you would yeah. say. She's Taylor global. Swift International. She's you know, global, everybody yeah. knows who Taylor Swift is. Absolutely. So I was listening to New Heights today because I always try to get my, uh, we, you know, after I listen to all the Golden Mojo stuff, I, I have a couple other podcasts. New Heights is one of them. It's, you know, for those that don't know, that is Travis and his brother Jason. If you don't know, you probably live under a rock. And, <laughs> and there's, it's like one of the biggest things going on. Um, but they got a letter from a fan uh, 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 to Travis and and said uh, from a guy who said he wanted to thank Travis for what he did. He had given his daughter a glove after the game, and Travis said, "You know that's that's one of those things that he usually does is he he'll take off his gloves and go up and hand them to kids." Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess this was a Swifty, and oh. she just was. It was it was her very first Kansas City game. They were in Arrowhead. And uh, it was the biggest thrill of her life that she got to one of uh, one of uh, Travis's gloves. So I'm gonna put this out there. Anybody want to clip this and send it on to Travis? I want a fucking glove. I've been a Chiefs fan for 30 years. <laughs> hey, I'll take a glove too. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm a Colts fan, but no, I'll take a don't, Colts Frankie. Glove. Don't get a glove because he is a Colts fan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just thought it was kind of cool, you know, that they oh, yeah. actually wrote into and they was like, hey, yeah. thank you for that. I, I thought you were going to say they wrote in, sent the glove back there. Can you have Can Taylor? you get Taylor to sign this for me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, you know, that's a, that's a big thing, too. Oh, I'm sure. Did you see that thing uh, with Dave Gruel? Did you, have you seen the, um, it's like a TikTok or whatever, of Dave Gruel standing on the street talking to some people, and they're like, come on, Dave, just sign it. And he goes, no, for the last time. I don't autograph things unless it's for charity. Oh, I haven't seen that. I don't TikTok, so. You need to start TikToking. Some of the best things in the world are on My TikTok. wife will send me stuff. <laughs> I, I don't get on it myself. <laughs> I spend way too much time on there. Don't start. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, and then he's like, okay. And they're like, oh, come on, Dave. You know, it's it's for me. You can sign it to me or whatever. And. And uh, he goes, listen, one more time. And he turns around and runs away. And, you know, in typical Dave Grohl style, and you got to respect him. But once again, he doesn't sign it unless it's for charity because he fucking knows that these people that catch him on the street and he signs something, fucking turn around and sell it for top dollar on eBay. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you know, for somebody like me who would run into, well, fuck it. I run into Dave Grohl. I would be thrilled beyond words. But, um, if I was running him or, or or Patrick or or if if we were ever we almost well Phil and Karen almost run into Lajarius Lajarius Sneed at one of the big biscuits uh, okay. a few weeks ago um, missed him by about ten minutes oh. they got there ten minutes too late oh. and uh, you know if you ever to run into somebody like that and you get an autograph I mean I got Clark Hunt's autograph on my jersey. I ain't fucking selling it. No. You know, that means something to me. I wouldn't. But wouldn't the guy, the guy made a point. If you just, if you personalize it, it's not nearly. It's merely, yeah. Yeah, it's not nearly valuable. True. You but know? still, I mean, but still, it's still you know, Dave I've yeah. learned that from watching Pawn Stars all the time. <laughs> Somebody brings in an autograph thing, and if it's personalized, they can't give you as much money. Really? You know. Isn't that crazy? I mean, do you want to buy a trap a signed Travis Kelsey football that says to Bob? 
Well, I guess it'd be all right. Yeah, I can just say I just uh, I just get Tom right or <laughs> John or <laughs> I just get another B and an I on there, and and then it's to Bobby. So yeah. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I I should have thought of that before. I thought, wait, wait, it probably would work out okay. Yeah, it would be fine. <laughs> um, no, I I I get what you're saying, 100. percent That's why most of the stuff that I have that's autographed, you know, the Juju helmet or the uh, Trevor Lawrence helmet, you know, it's just their autograph and their number and. It's worth a little bit more, but yeah. I, once again, I don't want to get rid of it. Yeah, I have a yeah, Kurt, and some people they, they won't. You know, they won't yeah. get rid of that kind of stuff. I have a Kurt Warner signed cleat from when he was in Arizona. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. I don't have anything. I had a cap that was autographed by a couple Colts players. They were nobody players. Uh-huh. I couldn't even tell you what their names were now. But yeah, they were at a thing in Warsaw where the Colts bus or whatever that thing came in. I am, yeah. Yeah. And they were there with some cheerleaders and they all autographed everything. Right. Nobody of one like Peyton Manning or Reggie Wayne or <laughs> anybody of important right, caliber right. went there. Oh man. They're all important when they're well, your team. Yeah. But you know, when they're on the team they play a part. They're there for a purpose. True. Absolutely true. Um I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, I've got some Al Snow autograph stuff. <laughs> hey, that could be, you know, the, it, you know, you got to find the market. You know, sure. that's anything. You got to find but, the market. You know. Once again, I ain't selling that stuff, man. That is mine. That's mine, mine, mine. I was gonna say something else. Um, uh, oh, I know what it was. Uh, a few years ago, uh, I had uh, one of the guys that I was friends with who worked up in in the in surgery. Uh, come down and got me and he's like uh, you gotta you gotta come up and you gotta come up right now I was working in the dock he goes you just stop everything and come with me right we now need you to grub in yeah I'm, I gotcha <laughs> and uh, he took me back to um, it was the it was uh, the no I, it wasn't in the surgery I'm, I'm, the other the other time was a different was a different person but he took me back uh and he goes, wait right here. And he comes back and uh, this gentleman walks out and I get to talking to him. And his last name was Johnson. And I cannot remember. I looked him up, but uh, he had played for the Chiefs. And he's like, this guy played for the Chiefs. And oh, we, wow. we started talking about the Chiefs and all that stuff. And he, he gave me an autograph. He signed. I still got it. Uh, you can't read it. So that's why I can never remember what his mm-hmm. first name was. But. I mean, just incidents like that, you know, those things are important to me. I'll never get rid of that, even oh, though yeah. it's just, it is what it is. But, yeah, I get that. Yeah. So. Makes sense. All right, Frankie, what do you got for me today? Oh, for the question of the pod? 80s edition. Okay. This one might be kind of hard. That's what she said. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she was wrong. No. Yeah, she was. <laughs> no. Um, okay. They're going to make a 1980s time capsule. Okay. And they say, Golden Jay, your job is to find a song to represent the 80s in the time capsule. What song are you putting in the time capsule to represent the 80s? Oh, wow. Uh, Wow. What song to represent the 80s? Um... God, man, that's a tough one. Uh, you know what? I think the easiest answer, I think probably maybe the biggest cop-out, Axel F. By Axel, Young. Uh, was it Young Hammer? Something like it, yeah. yeah. Something Hammer. I know yeah, that. I think that, that. I think that that one will live. I think that song could, you could bring that back today. You pull it out of that time capsule today, and it's still a fucking banger. No. I would have ne- never thought of that in a million years. <laughs> but I get what you, I, get, I see where you're coming from. With yeah. That. I'm just trying to think of like, if I had to pick a song, I mean, that represented the 80s and, and truly has li- and stood the test of time as, you know, something that you throw on is like, fuck yeah. I mean, I, there's probably a dozen more of them. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. But I mean, that is the first one that popped into my head that was just so popular that, uh, you know, yeah. I think it'd be great. And obviously it came from. Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And then Jan Hammer went on to do some great things like the uh, Miami Vice theme song and and some other mm-hmm. things like that. So, how about you, Bob? 
you know, the song that came to my mind was more because of the artist, because I think he may represent all types of genres of music that he combined to make Uh a song. And I would put in Purple Rain by Prince, because I think he kind of represented, like I said, every style of music to a degree. Not completely, but... You could find about every style in his music. Absolutely. And I just thought that would be, Purple Rain would be a good one to yeah. throw in there. And Absolutely. Although, you don't, no, that's really good. I, I mean, you could pick like Purple Rain or Let's Go Crazy yeah. or um, uh, When Dubs Cry, the, yeah. of that album, were, yeah. were songs that you could all throw in there. Yeah, that's the problem, man. That 80s time capsule would just be full of music. I mean, yeah. you know, think of all the songs you could throw in there that really represent oh, yeah. uh, the 80s. Hey, listen, what what do you guys think? Absolutely. What would your song be you throw in there? The Golden 80s, the Golden Image 80s at gmail.com. Hit us up. Let us know. Absolutely. Please do. Yeah. We want to know what yeah. song you would yeah. throw in there. We just want to hear from you guys, please. Yeah. Frank, he's getting a little lonely. I get lonely. He keeps sending out emails uh, to adult websites on our email. And <laughs> <Me too. laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, people. Frank, you Somebody would signed us up for link- LinkedIn, and I don't know who the hell did that. I oh, I know. It's Linktree. Linktree, whatever. Yeah, I don't no, know. that was me. It's okay. It was me. I don't know what. The, I don't even know what it is, so I don't even click on it. <laughs> That's okay, man. It was me. It okay. was me. Okay. Uh, the, what that Linktree does is uh, you can go on um, Linktree, find Golden 80s, and uh, it's a, it's just an easy way to find all the links to Facebook and YouTube and Instagram and okay. all of the streaming sites and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I only click on things if it's actually from somebody. <laughs> and then I'll get a hold of Jeremy and say, hey, Jeremy, we got somebody. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be like, hey, it's a scam. <laughs> it's a scam. I, I did the same thing uh, a couple days ago. United States Paranormal got a thing on Facebook. It's like your Facebook page is going to be deleted because of something or other. And I'm like, holy shit, fuck, God, what? And uh, so I, I actually, I am Logan. I said, you read this. And before he got back to me, I had already Googled it, and it was it was a fucking scam. You know, it was like one of those deals. And I'm like, okay, I didn't do anything wrong with my Facebook page, so I can leave that picture of my wiener up there. So. <laughs> what? Did I say that out loud? It really wasn't yep. my wiener. <laughs> it wasn't Frankie's either. No. <laughs> it was way too big to be Frankie's. <laughs> Ow. No. Dang. He's Damn. picking on well, my friend, are we ready to uh, get into what we are going to talk about today? Sure. Let's do it. All right. I'm going a little off the cuff today because I didn't have time to, uh, as I was re, I don't know if you can, Frankie, what do you think of the new studio setup? Oh, I love it. It's uh, it's very more wide open I don't now. know if they can see the keyboard back there, yeah. but I'm <laughs> trying to talk Jeremy into playing keyboards at our opening. I, I haven't even plugged it in because I was afraid he was going to have to ask me to do that. <laughs> So I'm going a little off the cup here. So here we go. Uh, this American television sitcom created by Matt Williams, which aired on ABC from October 18th, 1988 to May 20th of 1997. And of course, briefly revived in 2018 uh, stars Roseanne Barr as Roseanne Connor. And it revolves around her family from the town of Lanford, Illinois. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. If you cannot believe that we are going to go there, me and Frankie are going to talk about the ABC show called Roseanne. Oh, yeah. Hey, we talked about the Golden Girls. Roseanne it's, it's true. It's is probably true. a little more what they would expect from us. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, I'm not going to lie, man. I was an actual Roseanne fan. I watched, um, I don't know that I watched like every show that came out on the night it came out. I don't recall ever happening to sit down and watch the show, but I watched a lot of syndicated stuff, you know, a lot of reruns. Yeah. 
um, you know, you sat down and they'd run three, four episodes on, say, on like TV Land or, or uh, you know, TBS or whatever, yeah. whatever was running. I don't know exactly, but I did. I watched a lot of the um, uh, the syndication stuff. I don't, like I said, I don't necessarily remember sitting down going, all right, here we go. Roseanne is on. Yeah, I I've probably seen every episode. Maybe a few that were in like the last the season nine uh-huh. that I didn't see before the revival and right, which you know we'll talk about that later. Absolutely, but, but yeah, um, yeah, I I love the show. I kind of got I still watched it, but as the years went on, the seasons went on, I kind of disliked the character of Roseanne more and more because I just thought she became, and I'm just gonna. Straight sorry, up say it. Sorry, Miss Barr. Uh, <laughs> you became a real bitch and a preachy, just a bad person. I mean, just everything in, had to be about you. If they didn't agree with you, they were wrong. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I just I don't like that in a person. I think my my stuff really turned around when her personal life invaded. The show, and what I'm saying by that is like Tom Arnold. Yeah, and I yeah. I like Tom Arnold. Don't get me wrong, but um, when he started executive producing the show and started showing up on there, what he at one point didn't he get a didn't he get um, um, taken by aliens or some shit like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because Roseanne got him his own show. Ah, so he had to get yeah. off of that one. Yeah, um, but yeah, well, uh, that was the kind of turn for me when when it went in that direction and quit being like you said it became more political and more mm-hmm. um well we need to have, we need to have be hard hitting and and really have meanings to what uh to what we're doing and you know you're just kind of like you know um yeah do we really need to let's just go back to the slapstick comedy yeah. about how you can't pay your bills yeah, and exactly and how you're going to you know buck up the neighbors you know yeah but yeah, it was just it got to the point, like you said, political, where her political stance was the only thing that could have possibly been right, right, in her mind, and she treated other people on the show, you know, as, I mean, maybe it was just scripted. I don't know if she really felt the way she felt, but she would just be real shitty towards the people on the show that didn't agree with her, right? You know, in the episode, and I just I didn't like that. I don't. I like to be open-minded with people. You know, if you have a different opinion with me than me, great. But, you know, don't be shitty toward me because I don't agree with you because I'm not going to be shitty towards you. Right. You know, and that's just my... I'm sorry, I don't mean to get onto a political Listen, thing. he's, uh, he's, he's kind of going there right now, isn't he? You know, he? I'm, not, I'm not trying to do that way. I mean, I respect <laughs> any and all opinions, and I will not judge you for your opinions. <laughs> uh, except for Colton. Oh no! I'm sorry, Colton. Oh. I don't mean that. <laughs> Listen, um, something's gonna go down. Uh, just <laughs> it'll happen before this comes out. Yes, okay? yes, it will. Something has probably already went down. <laughs> Listen to episode eighty-nine of the Call Guys. <laughs> oh man! All right, so I got nothing. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit back and watch you guys lace up the gloves later <laughs> later tonight, and and uh, just kind of hang out. So, um, yeah, you know, she did it. She did what she thought was the the right thing to do. And and as far as uh, the viewership, I don't. You know, I think that's what kind of. I don't know, man. This fucking show just was all over the place. Like I said, the first couple seasons was all about the kind of slapstick comedy, um, you know, having some fun with it. Uh, You know, John Goodman played her husband, Dan. And, you know, that is a funny fucking dude, period. Mm -hmm. And as time progressed, you know, you ran into... um, Wasn't... Didn't they kind of... A couple episodes where he had a drinking problem or something? I'm trying to remember... Well, I think he always had an underlying drinking problem, right? Because he was always drinking. Yeah, and I mean, I but I don't think it was ever put into like a show. Show, yeah. Dan's got a drinking problem. I don't think it ever had that. It just he always, 
And if I was married to Ruth, <laughs> I would probably. I was own. waiting. I was waiting for my in on that, man. I was like, yeah, but I was married to her. I drink like fucking fish too. Jesus. But, uh, I, I always loved how he would come in and he'd open the refrigerator and just lean over the door and get a beer out of the refrigerator. I always thought that was like the classic move. Oh, yeah. I'm not tall enough to fucking do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, the first couple seasons were great. Yeah. You know, because it all kind of the same premise, you know, family living week to week, paycheck, pay, mm-hmm. paycheck to paycheck, week to week, you know. Deciding what bill to pay, what bill not to pay, and then I think and like I said, after she got with, she left her husband Bill Pennington or Pennington, whatever. Okay. After he, she divorced him for Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold. Yep. That's when I did. You did. You just noticed the change. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but I guess she was always hard to work with from the beginning. Oh, I'm sure. But you know, if you listen to writers and. Showrunners and stuff. But, well, I mean, her being a com- a comedian who who came up writing her own stuff. I mean, you know that she didn't need writers; she could do it herself. And I could kind of see the the play on that, so to speak. But yeah, um, yeah, she fucked it. I mean, but on the, on the flip side of that, you know, it did run for nine seasons. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely, they were doing something right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, their rating did drop, but it was still within the top 20 or so so it still you know it brought in numbers so absolutely there's a lot of damn tv out there you know well what is it uh it was number one in nielsen ratings yeah. from 89 to 90 mm-hmm. which would be their second season yeah and then there um there let me get this right here and then their short-lived revivals uh series reached number three with an average of 18 million viewers per episode um, in a span of nine episodes. Uh, You know, so that was that 10th season, I do believe, is what they're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, they just went nuts with it, man, as far as I can say. Uh, You know, Goodman decided he wasn't, wasn't having it anymore, wanted out, so they quote-unquote, killed him off with a heart attack. And well, they they that's how they did it at the very last episode the, of the series in the original nine-season run. Originally, for the last season, they kind of wrote him out as he was visiting his mother because uh-huh. they had won the lottery, supposedly. And so he was spending time out in California getting his mom. His mom had some mental health issues, so he was out there taking care of her, and I didn't watch a lot. I mean, I I've seen either. most of them, but the last season I didn't. Um, there may be some I haven't seen because they just weren't that good. <laughs> and yeah, I know that I didn't watch them because it just didn't appeal to me. It's like yeah, it, they're pretty bad. See, I thought that they won the lottery and then Dan died. No, no, no. He had the heart attack at Darlene's wedding. Yeah, and. You know, he came back, he survived, blah, blah, blah. Right. Him and Rosie got into a big fight. They about divorced. Um, and then Darlene had her baby, and that brought them back together because the baby was sick. Oh. And Damn. This, I, this is all in the last season. Damn, Frankie. you. Uh... I, I know my Roseanne. <laughs> I, I know my Roseanne. <laughs> and then... You know, all's happy and good. And then the very last scene of the whole show, it comes out that Roseanne was just writing a book and just about everything was fake. And I mean everything. Well, what do you mean? Jackie was gay. She wasn't really, she didn't have kids. She wasn't married. You know, uh, so Jackie was actually gay but she made her straight and had a kid and blah, blah, blah. Uh, her daughters were on the show. Becky was married to Mark, but in real life, Darlene was married to Mark and Becky was married to David. But in Darlene's mind, she thought it worked better 
the other way around. In Roseanne's So that's life. how she, yeah. So that's how yeah. she. So that's wrote, how she wrote it in the book. That's how she wrote it. Dan didn't survive his heart attack. Um, and I can't remember everything else. Right, but it, right. it basically came out that it was her way of coping with her life was to write the book and make her life the way she wanted it. Oh. But then they had the reboot of the show. And that was the 10th season? This 10th season. Okay. And all that turned out to be a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. Except they didn't win the lottery. Oh. That never happened. They just Either way, up. you know, both shows that never happened. <laughs> you know, they never, they never mentioned their, well, they did mention their youngest son that they had, uh, Jerry, Jerry Garcia Connor, um, born later seasons of the show. And Jeremy is looking at me like you wait know way too much about this. Show. I'm not gonna lie, Frankie. You you know way too much of this show. <laughs> I do, <laughs> and I'm not proud of it. But hey, it worked for this, you know. Um, I, was, I was gonna binge ten seasons, but uh, you know, Frankie's just running yeah, me through everything. Yeah, uh, yeah. The season ten, they mentioned Jerry one time, and that he's away on a. Oh, what are those uh, boats out there in Alaska that catch fish? The oh, he's only got the deadliest kids. Yeah, catch the deadliest, boat. you know, <laughs> catch type boat, you know, but whatever. Oh, that's funny. And then when that season got canceled and they brought it back without Roseanne, just called the Connors, they don't mention him at all. Interesting. Jerry. Yeah. Interesting. Or um, Jackie kid. They don't mention him. They never mentioned him in the tenth season either. It's interesting because you brought up the Connors, which actually was supposed to be uh, a reboot of of Roseanne with Roseanne Barr. Yeah. Until? Until she um, made a comment about one of Obama's political aides or something looking like a, something from the Planet of the Apes or something. <laughs> and she's a comedian, people. Come on. Um, Valerie and, Janet. Okay, however, yeah. um, and canceled Roseanne in May of 29 of 2018 after a bar, a bar likened former Obama administration official yeah. Valerie Jarrett to Planet of the Apes <laughs> in a series of racist and uh, racist comments on Twitter. Uh-huh. I, you know, Stay she, off Twitter, people. She, yeah, she's a comedian, <laughs> so she's going to say outlandish things. Yeah. She always has. So are people being too sensitive? What's your opinion on that? <sighs> you know, I remember looking— I've always got to be controversial. You'd be controversial. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Throw me under the bus. Well, let me take a let me take a long picture of this. Actually, she does not look like a monkey from the Planet of the Apes. No, this she is, did not. This, this, she's— uh, She's not average either. I mean, she is a um, she's an attractive woman, but you know she has um, some very distinctive facial features. How's that? Um, I I don't. What are you laughing at me? Uh, I don't. Uh, I mean, like you said, she's a comedian. She said what she said. You know, she didn't like throw out any actual racist comments in my in my opinion are you looking at a picture of valerie right now yeah i don't i don't see anything yeah there's nothing there there's nothing there uh mm-hmm. she's an attractive woman yeah um she likes it from every direction anyway um she <laughs> she's probably a crazy woman uh i just i never thought that it was bad enough to hit cancel culture yeah. I didn't think it was extreme like that. You want to be pissed off at her? Fine. Be fucking pissed off at her. I don't care. I don't care one way or the other, to be 100% honest. Um, but, you know, at this time, that's when, about the same time as when Paula Dean took it, took it from behind, too, over a comment she made fucking 25 years prior. Yeah. And it's like, we just hit that cancel culture yeah. section of life where we've got to fucking throw everybody up and just cut them off at the fucking knees oh, and I agree. ruin them. 
Yeah, I mean, like, something you did or said, maybe not something you did because there's some things you done you could have done 20 years ago that need to be addressed. But right. something you said 20 years ago shouldn't really have relevance now. I mean, unless you still, well, if, I if, stand by it, you know. But you know, could you say things when you're younger? That maybe Absolutely. when you think about it now, when you're older, you're like, well, that was a dumb thing to say. I don't mean that. Well, I mean, okay, so t- time out. I don't always mean things I say 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean everything I say because I never remember what I said. So, I mean, <laughs> times have changed, people. We have grown as a society. We've grown to be more acceptance, more acceptable as a, as a culture. Yeah, I mean, you know, some of us have broke free from what our grandparents or their or our great grandparents have thought done and how they handled themselves. You know, there's a lot of prime examples out there, including the president of the United States. I mean, you know, he has definitely taken on a new persona in how he acts and does his thing. You know, because he said shit in the fucking past. And you can go back and fucking find it. But I don't see no fucking body cutting his ass off at the knees either. What I'm saying is, is that we've grown and, and something that we may have thought 20 years ago, we've enlightened ourselves and educated ourselves to be better fucking people yeah. today. And if you burn us at the stake for something we said 20 to 25 years ago, that that's wrong because now you're saying that nobody's changing and we're not evolving. I mean, we have had one of the biggest turn of events in U S history by electing an African American president and the, and the dude served for two terms he got reelected now i'm not saying that i would never point to say who i'm going to say that america voted him in not everybody voted democrat no. some people were voted republican that's just the way it is that's why we have these decisions that's why we have these choices but he was voted and held two terms as a president now if that doesn't turn what we are doing in today's culture, then what the fuck are we even doing? Because my opinion, because for some reason, and not everybody, I'm not putting everybody in there, but people in general don't seem to be happy unless they're bitching about somebody (laughs) else. And that's just the way it comes across. You are 100% correct. If you're not miserable because I'm miserable, then I'm going to make you miserable. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way it comes across. And, I, and, I, and I'm not trying to call anybody out. I'm really not. I just. There's, I just, I, there's nobody I'm to old. call out, Frankie. I, no, I, I'm just. Out. I'm old, you know, and I just see things different. And now we need the rainbow with the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's reading rainbow. <laughs> the more you know. I don't know, man. You know, it, it just, it, you know, this is one, this was at that time when, yeah. when cancel culture was really, really hot. And, and, you know, yeah. you couldn't, you couldn't fucking un- unzip your zipper without somebody oh, yeah. screaming. You probably they saw couldn't your penis. do, I mean, Roseanne in general. You probably couldn't do that show the same way now. I oh, mean, look at the Connors. I mean, the, the spinoff of uh-huh. Roseanne, yeah, they don't. It's nothing like nothing what Roseanne like. was, you know, because you just couldn't. Because, like I said, the first two seasons maybe, but after that, and it started getting all political and very one-sided. Uh-huh. Yeah, you couldn't do it. We've talked about this many a times about the things that went on in the eighties that was on TV or in the movies that today would not fucking pass for. Oh, society. No. You know, we talked about Brian and the Breakfast Club. Yeah. Um um uh I'm I'm going to go back let's let's go back to even say um the Andy Griffin show and uh you know or well a better one yet. How about Mash? 
Mash. Mash. I well, I fucking love Mash. That's a good I show. love Mash. And if it ever comes on the TV and I see it, I'll fucking watch a couple episodes because I love that fucking show. But in their first season, they had an African American actor that they called. Bear with me, people. I'm not trying to be. I'm not racist, but they called him Spear Chucker. That was his nickname in that first season. Now, Is anybody you... there? Are we off the air? <laughs> <laughs> hello, 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 hello. Can you hear me now? But that's. I mean, it's there now. Do you think you could run that episode and call that gentleman that in today's time? <laughs> Fuck no! And fucking Frankie is like super uncomfortable that I even said that no, right now. No, not at all. <laughs> well, no, because I do go back. I think you know, you know, they banned you, a lot of school and banned uh, was it Huckleberry Finn or Tom Sawyer because they used the term, and I won't say it. Is that you know, the, in yeah, gym, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I'm like. You know, it's a legendary piece of literature, right? Which uh, is written up for what the time was. Accept it. Yeah. You know, just like the MASH thing. That's what the time was. Exactly. And that's that was the point I was getting at. Yeah. Was that that's what it is. It's not going to ha- they're not going to handle it the same way in today's society because we have enlightened ourselves and we have moved well, some of us have moved forward and are more accepting to every culture that's out there because there is no right or wrong. No. You believe what you want to believe. Absolutely. I'll believe what I want to believe. And Absolutely. this is the way we should run the world. Absolutely. That's why I always you say want, you do you. You want giant fucking Santa Claus blow-ups in your fucking yard? So be it. Yeah. That's your yard. That's what you want. I don't want that. Okay, maybe I do. but <laughs> Maybe one or two. Maybe a giant fucking Rudolph. But, you know, the point being is, is that, you know, we need to learn yeah. to accept and love thy neighbor. I think we've Absolutely. lost that along the way. If they ain't hurting you, don't worry about ah, it. Fuck yeah. There you go. And there goes the fucking rainbow out of Frankie's head again. The more you, you know. know. Anyways. Anyway, why? Well, so we they, got way off of Roseanne. <laughs> no, we, we, were, we were in the idea of Roseanne because yeah. of the things she yeah, tweeted. Yeah. Uh, so they canceled it, but they decided to go ahead and run it using uh, the Connor family and yeah. called it the Connors. And they killed Rosanna. Yeah, with, with opioids or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, she had a drug overdose. I mean, that's like a big fuck yeah. you to yeah, her. Yeah, really. It really was. Yeah. But in the same way, you could turn around like, no, we were trying to give a, you know, do a public service. This is what happened when you get addicted to opioids. Oh, oh yeah, know? sure. But no, that was a big fuck. Yeah, that was. A- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care much for the Connors. Um, it just wasn't for me. I enjoyed it. I yeah. still enjoy it. Yeah, okay. But the it's writer- still on the air. Yeah, it's oh, just nice. the writer strike. Nothing's on the air right well, now. Well, that's true. That's they're, true. Well, they they just now got off a strike, so it'll be a little bit. Before. Listen, you can listen to anything from Golden Mojo Entertainment because the right we have no writers. <laughs> and even if we did, it wouldn't do any good because we can't pay you. That's right. <laughs> That is correct. <laughs> so, anyways, let's go back and run through the cast of the original Rosie. Okay, let me, let I'm going to let you, uh, you. You want me to start? You want to jump in? Um, we do whatever, however you want to do it. Oh well, let's start off with Roseanne Barr, who played Roseanne, Roseanne Barr. Yep. Uh, John Goodman, obviously, we talked about him. He played Dan Connor. Dan Connor. Uh, through all ten seasons. Mm-hmm. The ten, ten seasons? Didn't they kill yeah. him off in the ten season? No, he was he just kind of in and out. He was uh, on the ninth season. He was in and out. Okay. The reboot on the tenth season when they brought it back, he was uh, there. Yeah, he okay. was there. That's when you found out he didn't die, and uh, Roseanne didn't write a book. Or she did write the book, I guess. But. Oh, all right. <laughs> and didn't do any good. No. Uh, what is that? Michael Fishman, who played Michael DJ Fishman. Connor. DJ Connor, <laughs> originally pit played by. Sal Barone in the pilot. Who is Sal Barone? He was just another kid. I mean, he played DJ, but he did not get along with Sarah Gilbert. <laughs> and so they weren't going to get rid of her. Yeah. So they got rid of him and brought in Michael Fishman. Michael Fishman. And apparently they must have had fucking chemistry because he was there for the. Uh... Yeah, he was there. Did he come back in? Uh, oh, yeah, the he came back. Yeah, he's. Okay. 
Um, of course, he's more of a director writer now for him, but he appears every occasionally nice. as well. He should. Uh, of course, Sarah Gilbert played Darlene Connor. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Gilbert has gone on to be um, uh, quite the actress in in her own in her own mind yeah. or in her own time. So. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the other things she's uh, been she in. She did Poison Ivy with Drew Barrymore. Uh, she did... Um, she was in Poison Ivy with Drew Barrymore? Yeah. Uh, she did uh, Big Bang Theory. She appeared on there a yeah. few times. That's that's where I wanted to... Um, I'm going to look her up real quick. Yeah, we're, she's we're, done other stuff. I just... I can't think of anything that popped up off the top of my head. Um, she did Walking on Sunshine, the movie, uh, Deadbeat, um, Light It Up, The Big Tease, High Fidelity, Boys for Life, Riding in Cars with Boys. Um, oh, she was in 80 for Brady. Ah. So. And she's also, her siblings are famous, Melissa Gilbert, who was Laura Ingalls. Uh-huh. And her brother, Jonathan Gilbert. Uh-huh. Who was Willie Olson? Willie Olson. Yeah. Help well, me out. Little House on the Prairie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Played Nellie Olson's brother. Gotcha. Um she's got a she's got a longer laundry list of one offs too. Episodes yeah. of this yeah. and that and the other. Um but yeah, Big Bang Theory. Yeah, she played uh Leslie Winkle. Leslie Winkle. Yep. I'm a big I'm a big, big bang period. Anyways, yeah. Becky Connor. Let's talk about Becky Connor Becky a little bit. Becky Connor. Becky Connor was actually played by two different people. Yeah. Uh, Leslie Gorenson was the one that played her the most. And then she went off to college. And uh, at, kind of unknown actress at the time, known now, Sarah Chalk. Uh-huh. She took over the role. For a couple seasons, and then Leslie came back, and they kind of shared the role. Yeah, it looks to me like um, uh, (laughs) so. uh, Sarah took it over for six and seven. Leslie came back for eight, but Sarah had some sort of recurring role in there in that in season eight. But then she come back and took it over for nine, and then Leslie come back for (laughs) ten. Leslie came back as a different character for ten. That's. Oh, did she really? Yeah, she came back because Leslie came back and Becky and Sarah was the woman that was trying to get Becky to be her surrogate for her baby. Oh. Because Becky lied about her age. Because, That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I forgot about the surrogate thing. Good yeah. Lord. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Leslie uh, Gordon, she was kind of a weird-looking girl back in yeah. the day, but she's fucking hot now. Really? For, you know, girl my age, you know. She's your age? Yeah. Well, she's maybe <laughs> maybe a couple years younger. Yeah? She may be like 50, 48, <laughs> 49, 50. Let me see. You're up. fucking old. <laughs> she was born in 74. Man, you're like a year younger than me. <laughs> Don't even. <laughs> it's true. It's true. We're both old. Yeah, she's 49. I just want to see a picture of what she looks like now. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She kind of looks the same, but just older. Yeah, I think she I think she looked better now on the show. Pictures I don't think do her justice. I'm but you fair. see her on the show and she's a lot a lot better. She's a lot sexier. She, I she think brings so. it. She brings I the fucking so. heat. I mean Sarah Chalk is hot. She yeah. sets your fucking floor on fire. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Sarah Chalk, now she was just hot all the time. One then, one now. Well, really? Is now. Really? Mm-hmm. What are you trying to say? I'm just saying Sarah Chalk is a fine-looking lady. Sarah Chalk is a fine-looking lady. Oh, fuck. She was in, uh, yeah, Sarah Chalk was in. Uh, Scrubs. Uh, sure. Let's go with Scrubs. I was going to go How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> yeah, she was on that, too. Yeah. She's on everything, I think, at some point. She's one of those. Fair I enough. mean, there's a lot of people that were on Roseanne, a lot of guest stars, the people that made a few appearances that became pretty big names. Well, before you get there, let's go with um, um, 
Okay, there was Crystal, who was played by Natalie uh, Natalie West. Yeah. Uh, Harris, who was played by Emmy Emmy Emma Kenny. Thank you. Um, but where is uh, I missed it? Where is Jackie at in here? She in uh, my list. George Clooney was there for a while. My um, Jackie was right after John Goodman on my list. Oh, I just missed Jackie, it. And Jackie Harris. Oh, that, or, there it or is. Metcalf. Sorry, I'm bad. Um, I totally missed that. Well, she was like. And they always made little side inside jokes on the show because uh-huh. she was like the only one that won an Emmy for her portrayal. So they would make little jokes, inside jokes on there. Um, Lori Metcalf uh, has has been a a staple in fucking TV and oh, yeah. shit too. And it's interesting because um, she actually plays Sheldon's mom in The Big Bang, uh-huh. where Sarah Gilbert also plays Leslie Winkle, Winkle in there. And then you mix in a little of um, Blossom. Gale- Blossom. Oh, Johnny Galecki, yeah. obviously. I yeah. forgot to even get the fucking Johnny Galecki, yeah. my favorite person in the whole fucking show. <laughs> God bless America. 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 <laughs> America. I love Johnny Galecki. Um the guy that played Mark, the original Mark, um, um, Glenn Glenn Quinn. Glenn Quinn, yeah. Um, I was a, I was a fan of him. I mean, I love that character. Did you Mark. ever hear him talk in real life? Oh yeah, he was thick. Oh, thick Irish yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> but he also went on to be in the first season of Angel. Mm-hmm. Which uh, which and, th- and then he passed away because yeah. else he would have had a reoccur- reoccurring role there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, then he passed away. Um, what year? I don't even remember what year that was. But uh, two thousand two, two thousand and two. My God, this sucks. But but yeah, Johnny Galecki and uh, Glenn Quinn, uh, you know, played the uh, son-in-laws, and uh, mm-hmm. it's just so funny to see Galecki nowadays. Yeah, you know. As that nerd in Big Bang, or I mean, uh, what was the he? He was in fucking Entourage as himself, or oh, he's, he's kind of a, he was kind of a badass looking mm. motherfucker, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think wasn't he the original son in um, Christmas Vacation? Not the original son. I the, know he played one of yeah, them. He. Uh, well, okay, let's let's in, in in National National Lampoon's Vacation, the original son was Anthony Michael Hall. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh yes, you know, I their agree. vacation out to California. Yeah. Johnny Galecki was played Russ in Christmas Vacation. Christmas yeah. Vacation. Which we all know, Colton, is the best of the National Lampoon series. Yes. Shit is full. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah. With Vegas Vacation running a close second. Uh, Vegas Vacation, Papalapagos. Just take the numbers. Just take the numbers. Pick up the ticket. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We have gone crazy. but So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. A little Roseanne to... Did you want to go down some more of the... We got some more interesting ones? Yeah. Yeah, hit me with the guest list. Um, Well, we talked about uh, George Clooney for, Uh I think, the first two seasons. Played Roseanne's boss at the Plastics Factory, Weldman's Plastics. So that was pretty big. Um, One of my personal favorites in Danielle Harris... Okay. She played Molly Tilden, and I wish she would have been on there full time because, well, <laughs> yeah. Damn, does she, <laughs> damn, does she set your floor on fire? She does. She's a little bit younger than me, but, you know. She was born in 77. She's yeah. like 46. She's not that much younger than I you. But at the time. Oh. But now I just like, oh, man. You Damn. guys remember her from Halloween, oh, Halloween, the Halloween franchise. Yeah, I got to see her boobies in the second one of Rob Zombie. <laughs> 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 that was, you know, I, I, I am internally grateful for <laughs> to Rob Zombie for Understandable. <laughs> but yeah, I, Daniel Harris. <laughs> yeah. And I'm talking about the Rob Zombie, not the 
Halloween four when she was a little girl. Right. Oh yeah. And, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Weirdo. I don't mean <laughs> <laughs> when she was like nine. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. I, I forgot to clarify that that digging, she was in both. You're taking a hole. I'm stop. not digging a hole. Just I'm, stop. I'm correcting it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, she was. Yeah. Hey, I got to see Jennifer Lawrence's boobies in. Uh, no, what is it? No hard feelings. So if you ever get a chance to see that, okay. it did make that, me laugh. That made, did it make you cry? <laughs> it made me. It made me cry in tears of fucking joy. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, they've got kind of a laundry list of people who showed up on that show. I mean, Fred Willard. Fred Willard. Uh, I do believe he's a local guy from Fort Wayne. Uh, I think so. Yeah, you might remember him from WKRP in Cincinnati. Uh, <laughs> Martin Mole. He was on there. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. Carp. Yep. But yeah, I mean, yeah, there was. Yeah, I. Yeah, you I'm know, not going to go through all of them. But you know, yeah, one thing that we did not touch on. Oh, what's that? I think it was probably one of the most controversial things that Roseanne ever did in one of her shows because it was so early in uh, the acceptance order of things. She wasn't her show the first to ever show a female and female kiss. It might have been. I'm not sure. I know they did. Yeah. yeah I was thinking it was the yeah, first one Roseanne that ever went aired. to a lesbian bar with her... Her gay friend, uh-huh. and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, her friend's girlfriend kisses Roseanne, uh-huh. and it just Roseanne freaks out. Yeah, I mean, it was what it was, but um, I'm just—I was just thinking about that as we was going over the guest list because I was trying to remember all those people that were involved yeah, in that. Yeah, that was um, damn it, really. Damn it. Had it all in my had it in my head. Now I can't it was Sandra Bernhardt, which was, was her it, was best her, friend. Was her best friend yeah. on the show. Or one of her best friends. Uh, yeah. Depending on the season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> depending who she pissed off. <laughs> um and then it was her I can't even think of who her girlfriend was on the show. I don't remember. I don't remember. It was somebody actually uh It was somebody Mary Will- Willingham, was it? Was it one of them? I, I don't remember. I do not remember. Damn. I just remember that this was like a really big controversial uh, thing that that they were doing, and they and they did it. You know, it was kind of like when uh, Ellen came out, and it was so controversial. Um, she came out on her on her show, on her show Ellen, and and you know, it kind of derailed it, unfortunately. But uh, now she's got way other pro- way other big troubles than just that. But well, yeah. But, um, so yeah, I, I just remember as you were reading off names, uh, Sandra Bernhardt's face came into my yeah, mind. I'm sorry. like, fuck. I remember that. I didn't mean for that to happen. Oh, no, you don't Nobody like wants Bern- to see her face. Oh, it's uh, not that bad. Sandra Bernhardt? Yeah. She is an attractive lady. She's different. She's an attractive, beautiful woman, Frankie. Okay. Just right. because you didn't uh, go. Hey, to... you do you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just sad that you didn't go to your closet like you did Danielle. And... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> did you find it by chance? I can't find. It's it. all good. I, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. It I know Morgan matter. Fairchild played her first love interest. Roseanne's or, or um, uh, um, Jackie. Jackie's. Yeah, she played. Played her. Yeah. Yeah. But then, I can't think of who the one that came on the next season. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Well, anyways, anyway, there you go. I'm sorry. That's all right. It, there you go, guys. A little uh, Roseanne from the '80s. We uh, what was it? 1988. Yeah. So we hope you enjoyed uh, our talk about Roseanne. Yeah, I know yeah, we Daniel got, Harris. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember talking about. And then they killed her off in the counter. Oh my God! You look so fucking pissed right now. <laughs> oh, I am. When he came back, I'm like, yes, <laughs> Molly back. Nope, <laughs> not for long. Uh, anyway, um, 
yeah, we need to get out of here. We've yeah. run a little, we've run a little long on this one. So, uh, thank you guys for listening to Golden Eighties. We really, really appreciate it. We hope you're enjoying uh, all of the old eighties talk and buy your streams and 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 your shares on Facebook. Uh, I do believe you are, but we need more. So get out on Facebook. Go if you're not there, Golden Eighties. Tell your friends. Share our uh, share our uh, social media posts and our little. Frankie's been working on putting up some just some really fun, uh, you know, little um, you know pieces on there. You know, yeah. stuff that reminds you. Of the Answer 80s. the damn questions. Yeah, send us an email yeah. uh, with a question. The pod. Uh, you know, the golden image eighties at gmail.com. And you can also find a little write up and some pictures of me and Frankie on golden mojo, ent.com where we also have a merch page. Go check out all of our merch. We got t-shirts, hoodies, pint glasses, you know, fun shit. And tell us what you want. If there's something you want, we don't have it on there. Absolutely. Let us know. And you know, Jeremy does the merchandising. So, I mean, he can look into it. Absolutely. Or I have people that will take care of it for me. Yeah. Logan. <laughs> Logan. He handles all that behind the scenes shit. He's, he's very good to me. <laughs> all right, guys. We're going to get out of here. Uh, don't forget to check out the rest of the Golden Mojo uh, Entertainment family with the call guys, Golden Image Podcast, United States Paranormal, Indiana Chiefs fans. Uh, murder nerds and a court of books and booze. Uh, everybody is uh, working hard to bring you fun and educational and um, I don't know, just absolutely, just making you laugh. Hey, is we got something about. for everybody. That's right. All right, guys. Till uh, till next week. Later. See ya.